You are listening to The Millennial, The Man, and Miss Crystal, a podcast ministry of Old Town Community Church. Here are Pastor Phil, Pastor Brian, and Crystal. Well, hello, everybody. This is Phil again, otherwise known as The Man. The distinction is only because I'm the old guy on here, and just good to be with everybody again today. Hello, everyone. I am Miss Crystal, and excited about what we're going to delve into today. And our guest, this is a very special week, podcast listeners. We have a special guest, uh, Travis Boatwright, is standing in for our normal millennial, or well, I don't know if we call Brian a normal millennial, but anyway, standing in for our millennial is Travis Boatwright. Travis, how are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Super excited to join. There was a bit more for people wanting to join this podcast. I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I'm I'm here. Yeah. So, hey, Travis, I know a little bit about you, but maybe some of our listeners might not. So where are you from? So I'm originally from Richmond, Virginia, which is how I first met you when I was very young. Um, You were the pastor at Gaten Baptist Church and my family went there. And then we parted ways when just we grew up and then I went to college and then I ended up in Alexandria and now we're connected again. Yeah. Yeah. You have the distinction of having the coolest childhood pastor of anybody at at (laughs) OTC school. Uh Uh-huh. It's on my resume. It's on your resume. And so uh, what, Travis, I think you're a really special guy, but what, I, I, know, you, I know you draw pictures on the computer. Uh, That's, so what yes. exactly do you do? Well, I color pictures on the computer too. I work at a company and the best way I describe it in the simplest way is I build experiences in, for people that are using phones, tablets, computers, anything you interact with in a digital way. I am doing the thinking, the process behind how the software works, but also the visuals of those digital uh, experiences. So, so you just described what you do like a millennial. I just yeah. described what you do like the man. Like yeah. Computer. Yeah. So I went to school for graphic design, but yeah. a lot of things aren't printed anymore. So the word graphic is a little bit, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's, it's um, traditional. Travis has redeveloped and redesigned the OTCC website. It is really good. Go to it, uh, oldtown.cc, and uh, you'll really, really enjoy it. So, Travis, tell us about the most incredible, special person in your life. Without even, like, thinking twice, it's my wife, Allie. She is a nurse in the Northern Virginia area. She works with uh, adolescent psych patients. Uh, which is just a really, she has a huge heart and just is made to do that uh, role and everything that she goes through. She has some amazing stories. It's just awesome getting to learn from her and from her experiences. Also for those in podcast land, I had the honor of uh, doing Travis and Allie's premarital counseling. And they are, after 30 years of ministry, the most ready should be together couple I have ever, ever married. Now, to be, I, I've, I've had a lot of couples that I'm so glad because they're in that boat too, but you guys were just, just 
just a little more ready. And uh, it was the funnest thing to, to experience and to be a part of. So it's really cool. And you have a special guest with you as our special guest. Who is that special guest? There's a cat named Anu in my lap. And you might hear her meow in the background because... On, on you? Anu. A-N-U. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant like on you, like on you. Oh, well, Anu's on me. Yeah. <laughs> What's the name? Where's the name from? Uh, it's uh, apparently Hawaiian for cat. We thought it was just a fun name. It's different. And he is a wild man. We don't know if he's fully cat. He needs lots of attention like a puppy and is very affectionate. Yeah, he's beautiful. What kind of cat? Brown, uh, white, striped, <laughs> dotted. It's sort of everything. I don't know. He was a rescue. He was at a kill shelter and now he's alive. We got him when he was like a year and a bit. And now it's, he's like a, around two years or so. That's really cool. Um, so, well, it's good to have Anya with us. So, um, well, uh, Travis, uh, again, glad, glad you're with us. And so let me just go around the circle here. What was the highlight of your last week? It can be a fun highlight. It can be whatever. But was there a highlight or was there a highlight? And if so, what was it? I feel like I've had so many highlights, right? Um, <laughs> life has just been interesting, I guess. I will actually talk about like what I did last night. So I've been craving curry. Curry is one of my favorite things. But you know, like during normal life, when you go in and out of your house, I don't like making curry because I live in this tiny apartment. It makes all my clothes smell. And yeah. then when you bring it to work, people are like, what is that smell? It's just my lovely curry, right? So I decided since I'm in the house by myself, um, I'm taking advantage and eating like all of the thank you foods that would like, you know, bother other people. So I had curried eggplant last night. Oh, it was so good. Ooh, and I'm... Ooh, <laughs> if you guys could see Phil's face, <laughs> you would know that he doesn't, he doesn't like, he can't imagine how good that was, but it was, it's so good. And I have leftovers and I can't wait to have it for lunch. So that's been the highlight, like making a curried eggplant. Oh, so. Okay, we have to take off on this. Best food since the shutdown. And we'll, we'll get to your highlight in a minute, Travis. So best food since the shutdown. Best meal or food, whatever. I don't know. I'm just going to go with the curry. I've had some horrible meals, and it, it's just made me want to eat cereal instead, instead of doing, like, cooking. Yeah. But the curry has really been satisfying. Um, oh, I had, um, like, some what we call dirty rice. Um, it's just rice with like meat. Um, it was the box, but it was really good. And I just put some ground beef in it and that was delicious. So my dirty rice was good too. You know, I made dirty rice uh, two nights ago. Really? Uh, but I don't cook out of the box. Um, <laughs> you, you're more authentic. <laughs> you yeah, do. So, no, no. I, I had ordered some chicken sausage from one of the grocery stores. So it was rice boiled in chicken stock mm. um, and then spicy chicken sausage, which I didn't realize it was spicy, with one medium onion, a celery stalk, uh, a chopped up uh, green bell pepper, uh, minced garlic. I can't remember what else. And then I chunked up some of the Easter ham. It was so good. I mean, it was really good. But anyway, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't mean this is not a cooking show. Travis, what was your highlight? I think two that come to mind maybe three if I can sneak it in there. I think we really enjoyed the variety of Easter services this past weekend. I think it was just a really refreshing view and realignment of how to view the world during this time that we both needed. The website has been fun to work with 
Brian and Crystal with. And then me and my friends have also been working on another like side project website. That's been really fun to connect with some friends from around the country, which is also part of this unique time is being able to connect with people in different ways, which has been really great. Hey, what was, uh, we can't leave Anu out. What was his highlight? Well, he's sneaking food before lunch right now. He has like a little thing and he digs his arms up into the feeder and pulls out food before he's fed. But he loves the windows. So we open up the windows when it's like above 65 and he just puts his elbows up on the windowsill and just looks at everything outside. And this, sure. when people walk by, he just meows at them and just loves yeah. looking out the windows. Just does it for hours. Hey, Crystal, we may need to contract on you to help us with our uh, church mice problem. Ah. <laughs> I like to call them our friends, but yes, yeah. <laughs> you can call them anytime, right? I, I haven't seen them in a long time, and I'm over here just about every day. You know, my highlight of the past week, I, I'll sneak, sneak into our daughter. We've been social distant from Margot, but, and maybe I mentioned this last week, she came over and visited with us in the courtyard a couple couple times over the last week. And so we stayed our distance. She came in the back and, and it was just really cool. Just really cool to see her. I loved Easter Sunday. Uh, one of the highlights was the the letter I read from Molly, which was really cool. But um, so the, the highlight or unique thing is um, our dog Marley is a dog that has to be cut because he doesn't shed. And uh, he was getting way, way too hot. And so <laughs> we took the plunge and groomed him. And oh, poor thing looks so bad. I mean, <laughs> it looks so bad. I can't, I, we, we, we've got to fix the haircut, but I, he's too traumatized. And so, so we're, not, we're not doing anything yet. But um, schnauzers are very hard to groom. But anyway, we at least got some hair off of him, so he's not too hot. Okay, are you guys ready for trivia? Yeah. Good. <laughs> there, was a, there was a talk show in the D.C. area a long time ago called the Don and Mike Show, and they used to have a, a bit called Low Budget Jeopardy, so maybe that's what this is. <laughs> okay, so uh, with our trivia today, we have, I've got two questions in each category. There is one, two, there's science, history, oh. Oh. arts, entertainment, geography, and if there's a tie, there's general. Sure, okay. there's going to be a tie, but yes, <laughs> just in case. <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. I looked for the easiest ones in the category <laughs> and Good. just kind of realizing my, uh, what I'm working with here. <laughs> Thank you. So, Again. Okay. So uh, we'll let you alternate. So uh, Crystal, what category would you like to pick first? Well, for, first of all, so is this like Jeopardy where we have to respond? What is blah, blah, blah? Or can I just yell out the answer? Uh, no, I, no, I think you guys need to save all of your, your brain power. Just, just say the answer. <laughs> okay, cool. Entertainment. Okay. I'm going to keep score. Crystal, Travis, you get five points for a correct answer. Okay. Okay. And of course, uh, and then Travis, you'll have an opportunity to steal this, right? So, okay. so entertainment. Crystal, who released the album "The 2020 Experience" in 2013? I don't know. You got this. You got this. I don't. I'm gonna say Justin Timberlake. Yes. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Great. I don't know. <laughs> I just watched the interview with him, so that's why I knew that. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Yeah. Okay, Travis, um, your category. Uh, I'm going to go with geography. Geography. 
Travis, what is the capital of Wisconsin? That's so hard. Oh my gosh. Why did I pick geography? I regret this so much. Um, I want to say it's not Green Bay. That's a football team. Right. Madison. Yes. Yes. I was hoping to steal. (laughs) Um, I had to like go through a list in my head of like, man, what a weird question that you don't think about yeah there probably aren't too many choices in wisconsin no yeah <laughs> yeah do you know the biggest city in wisconsin milwaukee oh milwaukee oh yes milwaukee it's one of those there's a, quite a few states where the capital is not the largest city mm-hmm. yeah 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 you know, like north carolina raleigh you know, richmond mm-hmm. uh, isn't california is the same too or isn't yeah. sacramento I, I think the hardest one is kentucky Frankfurt. Oh, yeah. that is. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Okay, Crystal, category. We have a tie game so far. Yeah, I forget what the categories are. Um, <laughs> Sam again? Yeah, science sure. Oh, no, language. let me do science. Yeah. I'm not good at science, but I'm just going to go for, you know, something difficult to make me think. What fraction of a second is a nanosecond? Well, nano is a um, prefix, right? Yeah. So it can't be... I don't know, a millionth of a second? I don't know what nano prefix means. Right. <laughs> so uh, it would be helpful if I knew what that meant. Uh, so you're, you, you, are, you are wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't know how, in, in today's education, how do you tell somebody they're wrong? You don't say they're wrong. Oh, you can? Okay. If, if there's a right and a wrong answer, you just say that's not the right answer. You are wrong. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I, I thought it was tricky for everything. Remember, you know, I'm, my- I'm the man, not the millennial. My my pride isn't so fragile that you have to like sugarcoat it for okay, me. Okay, you were wrong, uh, <laughs> Travis. I wanna, for some, I I'm stuck between three answers. So I know millisecond, I believe, is one one hundredth of a second, and one one thousand one one thousandth of a second is. I think that's what it is. How much? It might be one 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 thousandth of a second. A nanosecond is one billionth of a beat. What? Yeah. Wow. I don't, how is that a, even I, a you, thing? Why do we care about that? Yeah. <laughs> Who, Who measures that? Who could count it? Okay. Travis, your category. Let's go science again. Let's get these out of the way. Science. Uh, <laughs> uh, what is the largest whale? Ooh, I love watching whale videos. I want to say it's the blue whale. The blue whale it is. Yeah. Travis takes the lead. <laughs> if you ever look up blue whale videos and like, if you can get like a cool, this is going to make me feel like a really a millennial. Look up the videos where they fly like drones over blue whales and they have like a boat in the water and you just see how large the blue whale is. It's unbelievable. Definitely is a fun Wednesday activity to do. There you go. All right. I'll, as soon as we get off, I'm going to be doing that. Crystal, what's your category? Um, how about geography? Geography. This one would stump me, I'm telling you. Oh. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Let's see what it is. Which three U.S. states have shorelines along Lake Superior? Okay, so I don't even know how the Great Lakes are, like, situated. So I'm going to just make a guess about where they're situated. <laughs> I'm going to say states that probably don't even, like, touch the Great Lakes. Um, Michigan, how about one of them, right? 
Yes. <laughs> okay, good. Um, I don't think this is true, but I'm going to say Illinois. No. no. See, you guess, guess, see if you can guess the third one. Is Minnesota on a Great Lake? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I got two out of three. Or are all of them wrong? They just touch a lake, just not Lake Superior. No, no, you got two out of three. Okay, okay. Well, I'm good with that. <laughs> but we've set up Travis for the steal. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm trying to think. That whole area is like one of the few areas I've like I've never traveled to in the U.S. And so it's just like the states that get snow is how I describe them. And so I know like New York and all of those are Ontario because it's connected to, I think at least, to Canada in the Niagara Falls area. Chicago is Illinois, which touches Erie maybe. And so up next to Minnesota, I don't know, Wisconsin? Wisconsin for the steal. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. I mean, that is just Did luck on my end. Did five points, though? I gave him two. Yeah, I feel like I get points. Okay. okay, I'm going to give Crystal two points and Travis one point. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, the categories reminding are science, history, arts, entertainment, geography. There's no questions left in geography. Okay, I'm going to go with, is it my turn? And none left yeah. in science. Uh, I'm going to go with arts. Uh, arts and embarrass myself if I get these wrong. Okay, and there's a bonus with this question. Oh. How many of the gifts in the song, The 12 Days of Christmas, oh. do not include birds? And if you can sing it, there's an extra point. I am slightly disappointed because I was really hoping for like an art history painting question. And now I have to count birds. So how many don't have birds? How many do not involve birds? I could sit here and sing through the song in my head, but I'm just going to go with five. Almost. Okay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm going to say um, four. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> split the difference, went down the middle. <laughs> so, okay. Partridge in a pear tree. Mm -hmm. Turtle doves. Oh. Peace. What's French the third hen. one? On the first day of Christmas, partridge three French hens, two turtle doves, three French hens, four, four turtle doves. No, three, two turtle doves, four something of something. Uh, four calling birds. Yeah, four calling birds, three calling French bird. hens, five golden rings, and then six lords of leaping. Lords of Leaping, seven, Piper Santine, eight, eight something, and then nine, Geese of Land. There's your six. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I should have gone Okay. Up. Yeah. Ugh. There's one left in the, no, there's one left in entertainment. There's one left in the arts. And there's two left in history. Yeah. I'm going to go for entertainment again. Entertainment. The Hobbit, Samwise Gamgee, was played by whom in The Lord of the Rings? <laughs> oh my gosh well considering i've never seen the lord of the rings i'm gonna give this to travis do you know this? <laughs> uh i want to say his first name is ashton or his last name is ashton or something very close to that we need his full name his full name so let me just think for a hot second i know he was in that 
Did he play the guy in like that football movie back then? Rudy wasn't he Rudy as well? I think uh, so. I'm I want to. You know, I'm gonna go with something Ashton is what my gut says, and my the first name I'm gonna go with is Chris. Sorry, it's Sean. Sean Ashton. Sean Aston. A S T A N. Ah, that's close. Uh, I think he should still get something. No. <laughs> A pat on back. How about that? Good yeah, try. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. One left in arts. Two left in history. Crystal. You know, it's Travis's turn because I I just um, keyed in on that one. Well, okay, I'll right. give you my pick because you sent me that question. Okay. Sure. Let's do history. History, which two signers of the Declaration of Independence, who later became U.S. presidents, died on July the 4th, 1826? Oh, I feel like this is something that everyone should know, right? <laughs> it, it's a second level history question or third level, but it's, it's a fourth, good fifth. But no, I said that to say, but I have no idea. Um, I'm going to go with Thomas Jefferson. Who else died on July 4th and wrote and signed the Declaration of Independence? Let's see. And was a president. James Madison? No, oh. sorry. <laughs> you know, I, I have heard this fact before, and I'm not a history person, so it didn't latch on to me, but I do think Thomas Jefferson is correct. And there, I think there's a further story of these, they like died within 15 minutes of each other or something. I feel like my UVA friends told me this or they just made up something but <laughs> i'm gonna go with thomas jefferson and like john quincy adams almost okay thomas jefferson and john adams john yeah. adams john yeah. quincy was his son right oh i didn't know that yeah yeah okay john adams and thomas jefferson were were fierce rivals yeah and then they wrote letters to each other later in life and what's interesting is it is said that Adam's last words were Jefferson lives and they both died at the same time. So it is 11 to seven. And so we have two questions left. We have one in history, one in arts. Uh, It's it's, I think my turn. Yeah, it is. Let's go with arts and going for an art history question, Phil. In which much told legend does a magician sell his soul to the devil? I'm, I'm stuck on how is this an arts question? It's literature. A magician sells his soul to the devil? Yeah, it's it's classic. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. Magician. If you have no clue, you're never going to get it. Yeah, I have no clue, but I want to come up with a good answer. So we just watched Harry Potter, and in the in that movie... There's the whole thing with like the three Deathly Hallows and the, they all like give their, they all get something from death and one of them gives his, like they all get taken by death and it's sort of like a magician giving his soul away. So my answer is Harry Potter. No. Crystal for the steel? Yes. Um, <laughs> so I'm trying to rack my brain because I feel like, one, I feel like this would have been a movie, right? Have you seen a movie about this or no? Um, it's just so classic that I don't know. I actually don't know if it's been a movie. Like classic from centuries ago? It's just hard to imagine more important piece of literature. 
<laughs> that makes me feel like very uncultured. But no, I mean, in some ways, in some ways. So he sells his soul to the devil and apparently like, you know, just becomes this like great musician, right? And like wows everybody. And then it, there comes a reckoning, right? I feel like I've seen this movie or read this book, but I have no idea what it is. So just tell us. Faust. Oh, no, I don't know that. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. F-A-U-S-T? I know of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is not what I was imagining in my head. So, no. Mm-mm. Yeah, and there was a movie, though, Crystal. Was it? Like an adaptation or called something? Okay, I'll read the Wikipedia thing. Uh, Faust is the protagonist of a classic German legend based on the historical Johann Georg Faust. The erudite Faust is highly successful yet dissatisfied with his life which leads him to make a pact with the devil at a crossroads, exchanging his soul for unlimited knowledge and worldly pleasures. And so that's how you get the, he sold his soul to the devil. Have you ever heard that phrase? Yeah. 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 Okay. And does it come from that, from this? Faust? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's like the the origin of that. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have gotten that either. I probably would have, I might've. There's one history question left. Let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what is the score, first of all? I oh, just feel like it's probably low. 11 to 7. And I have 7. Okay, cool. Travis has 11. Oh. You have 7. And if we have time, we might do the uh, general questions real quick. In 1996, what became the first minivan to be named Motor Trend Magazine's Car of the Year? <laughs> A minivan that became... And this is this is worthy history? Um, good. Okay. I'm going to say the Odyssey. Sorry. <laughs> that was that was the only one that came to mind for me, but I do know it is the Chrysler Grand Caravan. Almost. It's I, I, I'm gonna have to give you two points. It's the Dodge Caravan. Dodge oh. Caravan. Yeah, not in the minivan market, but yeah. I, that's like you know it. Okay, so we have, now it is uh, 13 to 7, and so we're going to give Crystal the opportunity just to slam and catch up. Two rapid-fire general questions, Crystal. What is the bicycle brand famous for making? I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it's (laughs) first. The brand is called Bicycle. Okay. So what is the brand called Bicycle famous for making? (laughs) Well, that makes more sense. You're going to to be so frustrated if you don't get it. I probably won't. Um, (laughs) I don't know. I've never heard of bicycle. Or or probably have and just don't know it, right? Bicycle is a brand that is known for me. I'll give you you a hint. It's not shorts. (laughs) Like bicycle shorts. Um, Travis, do you want to take a shot? Let me just, I'm going to say they make eyeglasses. No, Travis. I'm going to go with bicycles. No. Oh. <laughs> Playing, card. Playing cards. Oh. oh. Yes. Okay. Oh, that's okay, Crystal. Yeah. This, this one is for, this one is, is a, it's a bonus six point question for the tie. <laughs> okay. This is a, this is, this is a, a slam dunk. So if I don't get it, I should feel really bad about myself. Well, I almost called it a no-brainer. So slam dunk is a little <laughs> harder than a no-brainer. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Grits are typically made from what grain? Are grits made? I mean, wheat? 
Crystal, you're from the South. No, you're not. You're from Arizona. Yeah, but I mean, I eat grits. I don't know. Where do grits made from then? Travis? That was my guess. Corn. This corn? I actually did not know that. I never yeah. knew grits were made from corn. Huh. Okay, well, uh, this may be the, the last time we paid Patreon on the podcast. Um, but, uh, wow, Travis, this was so much fun. Yeah, it's a great break. I'm excited to go eat some good food after Crystal's talking about Curie. So that's what I'm, what's been on my mind recently. Yeah. And now I want to work on my trivia. Well, and the, cat, <laughs> you know. Yeah, the, the cat's ready for you to... to to feed it him. Yeah, yeah, he's probably somewhere ready for it. Um, well, hey, let me, uh, thanks everybody for listening to us today. Let me offer just one word of encouragement. And it's from uh, the 23rd Psalm. And that just really has uh, spoken to me a lot uh, this week, particularly the, the very opening of it, where it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He guides me along the right paths for his name's sake. I don't know, maybe part of being somewhat in a shelter in place mindset, even though I, I get out every day, but the idea of the Lord laying us down in beautiful green pastures, leading us beside quiet waters. You know, we're blessed in our area to live close to a river, to be able to see some beautiful scenes sometime on the river, but then being guided on the path for the right path. And the reason is for his name. And that as we follow him, we take on his ways, we take on his character, and we we become his representative uh, in this world. And I just, I love that idea because being being led on the right path for his namesake, gives us that sense of vocation, that we're his reps. In order to be his reps, he's going to refresh our soul. He's going to lead us into places of rest and places of vocation. And so that those just really grab me this week. With him, we won't lack, we, we won't lack, we won't have lack, and that we'll be nourished and rested and will be given this incredible purpose to represent him. And so no matter what is happening uh, in the world, uh, we can count on Jesus, uh, the good shepherd. I um, lived in Lutheran land, which is Minnesota, and um, for a while. And a lot of Lutheran churches happened to take on some form of the name good shepherd. And I, I just think that is such a, a wonderful name for a church. You know, they have, they have some pretty cool names, and that's one of them. So anyway, I just leave, leave everybody with that thought. And just let it nourish your, your mind and your imagination of being led in those places, in those ways. Well, peace, everybody. Um, let me pray for us, and uh, we'll call it a week. God, um, you come to us in every circumstance of life, and you promise to give us rest. You promised to nourish our souls, and uh, Lord, you promised to take care of us. And Lord, um, even recognizing our purpose is about relationship. It's about representing uh, you, and it's about, um, Lord, just um, who we are as much as even what we do. And so, God, um, thank you for this promise that you care about us. Uh, that you're our good shepherd, that you lead us into ways that are good for us, even when we don't understand um, which way we should go or why we're going the way you're leading us. Uh, we can trust you and count on you. Um, in Jesus' name, amen.
Thank you for listening to The Millennial, The Man and Miss Crystal, a podcast ministry of Old Town Community Church. For more information on our church and other ministries, visit oldtown.cc. Services are available to watch online every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel. Visit youtube.com. Search Old Town Community Church. This podcast and sermon audio are available on podcasting apps worldwide. Apple and Google Play. Search OTCC Podcasts.